All right, all right. Welcome back to another episode of the Company We Keep podcast. I'm your host, Jason Pearl. This is a podcast for everyday business owners, entrepreneurs, and leaders who want to think differently about growth, want to think differently about success, and want to find better balance in both business and life. This episode and every episode of season three is sponsored by John McDonald of Harbortown Financial Group. John and his firm work with individuals, families, and small businesses to build customized financial plans using their holistic goal-based approach. If you want to contact John, all his information is going to be linked in the show notes on my website, jasonmperl.com. Check that out to find more information about John. Today, we have an absolute treat for this podcast and for all of you listeners. I have a special guest. Her name is Esprit Devora. I had an amazing conversation with Esprit earlier today, and you guys are going to absolutely love it. But to introduce Esprit a bit to you, let me just read through her bio and what this dynamic woman is all about. Esprit has been a prolific podcaster since 2013. She is often known as the girl who gets it done, and she is an absolute force in the LA tech scene and the global tech scene for that matter, worldwide. She's the founder of We Are LA Tech. She also runs a podcast called Women in Tech, and she's a champion for women in the tech community globally. In addition to all of that, she's the founding member of Audio Collective, which is a hybrid live audio creator community. She hosts multiple, multiple podcasts, and she was the Clubhouse app, one of their first icon faces. She has been featured in tons of magazines and tons of publications, but to mention a few, she's been in Forbes. Entrepreneur, Harper's Bazaar, Inc., and others. And the best part about all of this is Esprit has zero ego. We talk about ego today in this episode. We talk about how her goal is to lead and build a community of heart-centered entrepreneurs and building up heart-centered leaders, which as, if you've listened to this podcast at all, you know that that is what we are all about. So it is an absolute pleasure and delight for me to introduce Esprit Devora to all of you listeners. So without further ado, let's kick over to the episode and hear what she has to say. This is the first time we've actually physically spoken. So, you know, yeah. the, you, like you and I are like good old friends from back in the yeah. day, right? This, this is a new, new relationship, a new friendship that we have. And I followed you. I actually stumbled across you on Twitter. Yeah. And I just kind of liked what you were saying. And I was like, okay. And I, I told Emily, who helps me with my podcast, like, you know, this girl's great. She's like, yeah, she's great. She's like, you should ask her on the show. And it looks like, no, she's got 35,000 followers on Twitter. What does she want to do talking to Jason Pearl? And she's like, no, you should reach out. And then she, but she pointed out the, the tweet that you had. She's like, she's willing to go on podcasts, but it's like that imposter syndrome. And even like that, like, I'm not good enough. Yeah, I'm just this guy that's got, you know, 26 episodes of a podcast. Yeah. No matter mm -hmm. what level you're at, it's just that imposter syndrome that you have. And, mm -hmm. and, and it permeates every level because people mm -hmm. could look at me and look at you be like, look how successful these people are, yet they feel the same way I do. That's why I appreciate so much what you do when you put all that good out there. And you've done like a thousand plus podcasts in your life. Like you're like a yeah. TV podcaster. I can't believe that's not an exaggeration. And you're, so from, from what I understand, you're born and raised LA, correct? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I've traveled extensively. I'm so glad I've traveled too, because it, um, I think it's important, like, you know, I've traveled to places like Bosnia and Kazakhstan and, you know, you get to see like when there's a war and we have so many liberties here that, uh, 
we just don't understand. Traveling is important because you you gain a lot of perspective. In in that mm-hmm. perspective in life really does translate to your perspective in business. It always does. If you are only worried about what's happening corporately in your work, you will have blinders on. But when you travel, it's perspective and you have to find those opportunities. If you if you want to fully embrace life, you have to embrace the good and the bad of it, right? And it'll change you likely in a really good way if you if you let it. 100%. My mom gives me a hard time all the time. She's like, if only you understood that you were successful. (laughs) I was like, mom, how could you think that? You see everything I go through. How could you possibly think I am successful? She's like, don't you understand that you've done this and you've done that? And like, that is like unusual and awesome. And I'm like, don't you understand that I failed at this and I failed at that? And like, you know, I was like, you're my mom, you're biased. But when I think about being this word rich, and I've been thinking about this a lot lately, I'm like, what is rich? Like, what is rich? And I'm like, I've traveled the world. Like, you know, with this, with this pandemic, I've looked back on my life um, because it's, it's, Felt, this pandemic has felt like, for me, like a, like a life ending. It, I don't know. It's been very intense. Like, mm-hmm. I feel like very dramatic. And the first thing I thought is like, oh, thank goodness I've already lived. Right. And, <laughs> and, um, and I started to think about what has made my life nourishing, enjoyable. Like, what looking back, has it been, building my the first action sports social network was it that was it traveling the world was it building a marketing agency and so a couple things that really it wasn't being an entrepreneur being an entrepreneur has allowed me freedoms that i am not even aware that i have because i'm so like uh, under the spell of like hustle that like most of the time that I've had these freedoms, I haven't even utilized them, you know? So it's right. Sure. So, so the moments that have made me rich have been, um, travel a hundred percent. And I'm like, whoa, I'm successful because I've traveled. That has Mm -hmm. nothing to do with money. That's crazy. And the adventure of building, even though it failed, the adventure and failure is speculative anyway because right now sears and kmart are going bankrupt but does that mean they failed i mean they've been around forever what is failure so and so the adventure not not that i had that i not the accolade that i built the first action sports social network like it's the adventure that i got to experience building a tech company at that time in the way that i did because i could tell you Building my marketing agency was like, blah, like, mm, no. I mean, I even knew that I had it for like a sure. year and I was like, nope, not for me. Um, and even the community work that I've done in the past several years, I feel that it's been very purpose driven. Not feel, it has been very purpose driven, mm-hmm. but I haven't necessarily had a lot of life adventures with it. So, like, for me, Rich is life adventures mm-hmm. and life adventures aren't necessarily always to do with a dollar am- or yep. not to do with a dollar amount. So it's just interesting, this word of like rich. So totally. for you, 
Did it have a number attached? Did you know when you got quote unquote there? So it's, it's funny that you say that because I've been thinking a lot about that over the last few years and talking to people about that. And for me, I believe now I'm rich because I have had the ability to make decisions on my own and have that freedom. Right. And, and part of that is monetary, right? Because like, yeah. I used to think it, it used to be zeros, right? Is it yeah. 5 million? Is it 10 million? Yeah. Is it a million? Right. right? Like what right. is it? Right. But now it's like, I don't have enough money to go do whatever I want to do, but I have enough money to build my consultancy and have the freedom to not work on a Friday or yeah. to schedule meetings when I want to schedule them mm-hmm. or go see my dad in Florida. Being rich is freedom and it's mm-hmm. enriching others, right? Freedom so of like, time. Yeah. Freedom of time. And then enriching others, like being able to have impact in mm-hmm. time, space and dedication to enrich others. Mm-hmm. So I run a high school ministry on, on Wednesday nights. Yeah. And I had this like super life-changing event three weeks ago. I, I, I was the headline speaker at a, uh, like a keynote at a at a youth conference and it was in the middle of the woods. There was no Wi-Fi um, because it was in the middle of the woods in like Southern New York. And I had the attention of 200 kids for two and a half days. And I, I I had five different speaking sessions and the amount of just like locked inness that was happening with these kids and how like they were so, they're so desperate for people to see them and see them where they're at and then want to help them through wherever they're at. and want to speak good into their life. They were so ferociously hungry for that. And it like yeah. changed my life. Cause I was like, if I would have followed the dream of being rich, I would never be here. Like I would mm-hmm. never be here. And I guarantee you, and this is not egotistical. Like I guarantee you that those kids, so one kid in that room is going to remember that forever. Mm-hmm. And if, if just one kid doesn't, it, it's like, I was exactly where I was supposed to be. Mm-hmm. And to me, like that's rich. Right. Yeah. So that sounds fluffy. Like I've even heard you say that before. Like you're like, oh, like that sounds like fluffy to say, but it's true. Yeah. Like when you yeah. feel it inside, it's true. Like it's a hundred percent. No, a hundred percent. And I've heard so many stories about wealthy people uh, uh, gaining all the dollars and feeling absolutely lost and miserable. Mm-hmm. And so recently, I'd say it started probably a few years ago. I understood that inner ease was what I wanted to aspire for, like mm-hmm. inner ease. And then and then recently it's been my success metric is how joyous do I feel throughout the day each day? And I'm a work in progress. Like I'm not sure. there yet. But we even all. the other day I was um I was sleeping in till 8 a.m. like, you know, and <laughs> and I was like, oh my gosh, how have I been in bed for three hours? And all of a sudden it was the first time ever I had this this awareness that I'm like, yeah, I can. Like, I'm an entrepreneur. Like, it is okay. I don't have to wake up or I don't have to be, I like waking up early, but I don't have to jump out of bed at 5 a.m. and do a six-mile run Mm -hmm. and drink my whatever, whatever. And like all Yeah, right? Like, I can do whatever feels best for me to live a joyous life, like stop with all these like self-imposed rules. And so it's, that's what I mean, but that I haven't taken advantage of my entrepreneurial freedoms because I've been filled with like self-hate and Mm self-criticism for not optimizing every single moment of every single day, whether it's for personal growth or business strategy or operations or learning or 
you know, exercising or nutrition, it's like, go, 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 go. No, just F off for three hours in the morning in bed. It's fine. It's okay. Yeah. Yeah. One of the, one of the things I, I, I have like taught as part of like my, my, my leadership side of things and what I do within Naker Consulting, my business is like, I, I say like success is a choice. Right. So yeah. like you have to, you get to individually choose what success means to you. If it's stripping yeah. into eight and it's working for two hours and then fluffing off for six hours, it's like, mm-hmm. that's your individual success. And nobody totally should be able to take that away from you and tell you like, you're not successful because you don't wear a suit to work mm-hmm. or because you don't work at the biggest agency in town right? or that you don't have a, you know, you don't drive a luxury car or a Tesla right. or whatever. It's like, right. well, if that's not success for you, then what does it matter? And if people allow themselves to get that dream of success hijacked mm-hmm. by what yeah. society tells them, what mm-hmm. their parents tell them or what their spouse tells them, what their friend tells them. And, and that's why success is always an individual choice, you know. Totally agree. So we're, we're work in progress, though, for sure. Totally. Always, all of us. Are. Like the person working two hours a day, someone's like, you're not successful because you don't work. Uh, you don't sit, why, look at a screen for eight hours. Like everybody, you're so right. Everybody's going to have their own interpretation. And it's, I always say this thing, your intuition is your oracle. Like really tap into what your own truth is mm-hmm. and then we're all just imperfect humans speaking from a place that is filled with our childhood traumas and, Mm -hmm. and life situations and relationship heartbreak and job gains and losses and like, and no two, no one journey is replicable in the same way. So if you read that book and if you think you can do every last step in that book and get the same outcome, it's just different timing for different folks. And so really tapping into your own body's um, messages and intuitions and, or, you know, in your case, faith. And I, I I am a more, um, I believe like in the universe, but I do believe there's like a higher power, right? So it's like tapping into that and just being, being at peace that, um, that you are enough and, and it, and it's okay. As long as you're not hurting anybody. And as long as you're living like a, a purposeful life and well-intentioned and willing to learn when mistakes are made. And, you know, we're just, we're all just imperfect, flawed people. hundred percent, hundred percent all flawed. Well, it's funny. I was, I was listening to, I was actually watching the, um, the YouTube video that you had posted with, with those guys that you had met. And there was this interview that you did with them and you had said in it that in this community that you feel, right, that we are LA tech. Yeah. You kept hearing, especially from women, this this yeah. concept of like, I'm not enough. I'm yeah. Not enough. Yeah. And, and I think we all feel that way. But if you maybe want to talk a little yeah. bit about that, because that's 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 a lie, right? We we all yeah. know that that's a lie, but we tell yeah. ourselves that lie. All the time. Um when I was building my action sports company, I just I didn't understand how incredible I was. I thought it wasn't possible that I could know anything. And so I would seek outside sources for validation to people would tell me, oh, I know how to do things. I'm like, all right, let me pay you my my new investment money so I could make sure to win because I want to win. And um, it's very interesting to me, like, the narratives we have inside of our minds that just aren't true, but we need to do the work to chip away at them. So like I've had so many people on the women in tech podcast 
because maybe they speak English in a second language. They're like, oh, I'm not good enough because they just assume because they speak English in a second, their English isn't good enough. There was a time that I spoke Italian fluently and my roommate was even Italian. But when I got back from living in Italy, I thought my Italian sucked because I was comparing myself to native Italians. So I did not speak any Italian to my Italian roommate. And I lost all of my Italian. And only after I'm like, oh, I spoke Italian fluently and could have totally maintained it. I had an Italian, you know, like we just like we're always comparing ourselves to someone else thinking that, you know, not well, not everyone, but I've compared myself to other people thinking I'm not good enough. I'm not good enough. I'm not good enough. It just it's such a. My mom says it's saying, don't close your own doors of opportunity. Like, let someone else, like, you know, say whatever they're going to say. And even if that person says you're not good enough, then, like, show up and show them how you are. You know, there's a great work. uh, There's a great book called Show Your Work by Abbott over there by Austin Kleon. And it's Hmm. it's people are usually looking for just someone. And and actually, a, a high level Microsoft exec said this to me, too. People are always looking for someone just like one or two steps ahead because it's more it's it's closer and more relatable to what you're involved in so thinking that like there's always someone that would love to like learn from you or gain from you or be a part of your network like it's just a matter of um connecting the dots and totally believing in yourself and leading with 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 heart and the right intent well, it's funny. Oh, you that's say that. selfish. Yeah, I mean, no, but I, no, I, I get. But I, I would like a world where everybody led with heart. And the yeah, right that, that would be great, wouldn't it? <laughs> you, you and I both. You know, somebody like you that has done so many different things and has so much exposure. It's got to be even more pressure because you're the girl that gets things done, right? You're, you're, you know, you're like you're all these things. But if you follow your heart, what what fills you with joy? Yeah, you will always be the best version of yourself. Do it. Totally. My challenge to myself is just consistently being honest with myself of like what works for me and making the difficult choices that don't necessarily go in the grain of society. When I feel this need to go on Twitter or Instagram, if I don't authentically like want to go there, it's like a Mm -hmm. dopamine drip kind of thing. Um, I'll journal. I'll write. Right now, I feel like going to Instagram. It's like it's calling to me, but I don't actually want to go on Instagram. I'll just talk about what I'm experiencing to try to break that pattern because I've noticed that I don't actually want to be on there. But like society makes you feel like you got to be on these things all the time. So I've been doing little things like that. One thing that's a little bit, maybe it's cheesy, but vulnerable for me to say, and this is when I stopped to reflect for a second, I was having a conversation with my friend who's verified on Twitter. I'm not verified on Twitter. The bots don't like me. I didn't ask for it when I could have been verified because it was never important to me. But now it's become a thing where uh, where verification is this like, you you have to be verified. To, like a badge of honor, right? Yeah, yeah. And so, and now that Twitter is a lot bigger than it was when I first was a part of the Twitter world, like it's mm-hmm. it's really difficult at least my journey, it's been very difficult to, to get verified. Fine. It started to consume me, like make me feel like, what, what the F? Like I'm in Forbes. I'm in, what more do you want from me? I'm an entrepreneur. Mm -hmm. I'm an ink. Like how many articles do you want me to be in? You know? And I, and I, 
started to ask myself, like, do you even actually care? Like, do you actually like genuinely on the inside care? Like the truth is like, I, the reason I didn't have it earlier on is because I didn't care. Nothing's changed. I still don't care. But now I feel like society needs that in order for me right. to be relevant in society. Da, 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 da. And I was talking to my friend the other day. So the thing that really moves me is to kind of be a champion for people. It's why I push myself to be so vulnerable online. It's sure. why I created the tweet of like, I don't care if you even have zero listeners, I'll be a guest on your show. I'm like, stop judging people on stupid things. Like, mm -hmm. you know, uh, like if someone's mission driven, just be a human. Like, stop yep. saying, oh, do you have 10,000 listens? Do you have 100,000 listens? That's all. Like, right. F off, you know? Right. So I was like, look, I don't yep. care if you have zero listens as long as you have mission, you know? Yep. And I was talking to my friend in, in the DMs who's verified, who got verified in 2013 when I could, he submitted the form, the same form mm -hmm. I could have submitted if I had chosen to that day. Right. I said, you know, Matt, sometimes I wonder if me not being verified, it empowers me to still be more relatable to everyone, which is so important to me. He's like, I don't think you're wrong because there's something that happens, like some subconscious hierarchy that happens with the verification mark. I do everything that I do because even though I, I wouldn't say that I'm religious, I'm very connected to like the universal mm -hmm. spirit or whatever. I know I, I want to be good when I'm on the other side. I want to know I lived a purpose-driven life and I I really am like good on the other side. So everything I do, my podcast, my moral code of how I show up to things, everything is about Whoever is watching me, I want them to be proud and I want to be proud of myself if anyone's watching, you know, like and watching as in the universal spirit, yep. you know, I get what you mean. like that, that I lived a, an honorable life. And part of living an honorable life is that we're all on the same path. One of the reasons why I've I've felt kind of like you more called to be louder from a personal brand standpoint, from a social media standpoint. And one of the things that made me want to reach out to you is yeah. the art centered approach that you take. And, and I think that there's confusion and, and I used to be confused about this. Like if I wanted to be ultra successful, I wanted to go do this. Yeah. There is this like little switch in my head where I couldn't care about all these other things. I just had to go and everything yeah. in my path would just be, would be behind me. Very ego driven, right? Very yeah. status ego driven. Amen. And in 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 one of the things I think is so important, especially people like you, and, and it and and I, I laugh when you're saying like maybe I'm not verified for a reason. Like I, I think you may be right because you know vacation is only ego driven. Right. Hundred percent agree. So many people think life is a competition. Mm -hmm. And if people stop thinking that life was a competition and they actually understood that helping others is a cheat code and a superpower in life. Yeah. You know, we would live in a much better society, right? And that's why people like you in the platform you have. Yeah. Right. Super successful, but like you, you're vulnerable about your struggles. You're vulnerable about like, you know, maybe thinking you're not enough all the time, but you are very open about the fact that you're trying to be the best version of yourself and do everything in a heart centered way. Mm -hmm. More people need to continue to hear that. Because when they hear people yeah. say that, they, they start to believe it. And that's what we need. I hope, I do think that we need more heart-driven people, 100%. What I've challenged myself in my own perspectives, whether I have online validation or not, 
I agree with you so much that it's an ego thing. Like that need that we feel like I want it. I need it. I want it. I, it's very toxic and unhealthy. Mm-hmm. Like, and, and I'm like, why is so much of my energy going to this thing that my ego, my ego totally wants it, that my ego or at least thinks it wants it because there's other things yep. that could happen. The other sure. thing that I also want, Jason, which is interesting, is I don't have a desire to be famous. So it's interesting. Like here, my ego is like, I want this thing. I want this thing. But I'm like, I don't even have a desire to be famous. Like why right. does this thing all of a sudden matter to me so much? And then I'm like, does it actually matter to me? And um, what I want to challenge myself is just letting go of that toxic motivation. My friend Danny Miranda has a podcast. He's amazing. And and he talks about falling in love with the journey. Whatever this universe has in store for me, like it's laid out with the perfect plan for me with a series of learning lessons. And yes, I have to show up for things to happen. Mm-hmm. I can't just like sit sure. in my living room and something right. to happen. But like everything's placed on my path at certain times for whatever experiences I'm intended to to learn from. And for me to like decide to control something, no, the success and the riches need to happen on October 2nd mm-hmm. this year. You know, like, like who am I to decide like what day, if it doesn't happen by that day, I have failed. I'm like, who's yeah. that? You know, and right. so I want to surrender to the opportunity to fall in love with the journey. And whether that journey includes whatever social accolade or external, whatever it includes, period. Mm. I just want to trust in the journey and then show up and invest my energy into into purpose-driven, important places. Instead of energy into my ego energy into how can I serve someone today? Mm-hmm. So I, I I think that's what I'm trying to get at. It's just something that I've been reflecting on a lot in the last few months. So it's still like a new idea. So sorry that I've, if I've used. No, 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 that's okay. <laughs> I, and I actually have a, I want to support this with a story. So I've got two girls, right? So I'm a dad, yeah. two daughters, Isabella and Juliana. Isabella is 14 years old. She's a freshman in high school. Juliana yeah. is in fifth grade. She's 10. And they know daddy's got a podcast. And I've got a YouTube and my 10 year olds would ask me for two years if she could have a YouTube channel. My answer is always no. But she's like, daddy, when, when can I come on your podcast? And I was like, someday she's like, well, can I come on today? And she's got a half day of school today. And I was like, well, as a matter of fact, I'm interviewing a really unique woman today. So I started explaining who you are. And and I started with, she's got tons of followers on Twitter, which she doesn't really know what Twitter is. But I was like, wait a minute, that's not important. And I stopped myself because yeah. here I am talking to my daughters who I yeah. want to raise to be confident, educated women that go out and change the world and whatever God has in store for them. Yeah. And I started with like this really cool girl who's got 35,000 followers. Yeah. I was like, no, 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 wait a minute. Actually, she does all these things. She started her first company here. And I started kind of like rolling out your accolade. Yeah. And it's like, and they were like, oh, dad, that's really cool. And I was like, she's someone that I admire based on what she's done. She runs it in technology. I was kind of explaining to like my 10 year old, 14 year old, like even in the tech space, like there's such toxic masculinity sometimes, right? You know, the bro culture. And I was like, she's killing it in this world and doing so well. And I was like, it's awesome. It just proves that you could do whatever you want to do 
I'm super excited to interview her. And they're like, oh, okay, that's cool, dad. And I say all of that because I went in with ego. Yeah. This, yeah. this awesome girl that's got 35,000 yeah. followers to come up yeah. on a podcast. Yeah. And I was like, wait a minute. It's not about that. Yeah. It's about this awesome heart-centered person that's doing right. great things in the world. But, but it's our societal ego- conditioning. Yeah, it's it's very normal. It's This is the world we do live in today. Mm-hmm. And it's our own personal responsibility to remember that our journey being here has nothing to do with any of that. Our journey right. being here is our a lot higher purpose. And the more we're open to learning from the lessons given to us and evolving and serving, the more we'll feel peace and content. When we create our own resistance, we're just going to experience more resistance. Yep. And there's a lot of resistance that I have all the time, as we all have. And so I am just constantly inviting myself to re-explore why I feel what I feel, mm-hmm. why I'm holding on to X anger or why I'm holding on to X need. I'm just always like doing my best to have an honest conversation with myself. And then I'm always pushing myself to share that vulnerable journey publicly only because I am so irritated that everyone is fake. And I'm like, I'm like, someone's got to be real. We're all just human. We all feel this on the inside. Maybe I'm feeling like a martyr syndrome or something, but I just feel like someone's got to be real. I do my best to share truths, even if they're uncomfortable truths, but with an empowering position, because I want to be empowered too. I don't want to say X, Y, Z happened to me and, uh, and now I'm great. That's not true. Right. It's like, and I don't want to say X, Y, Z happened to me. Oh my gosh. Everything is like awful. That's not good. But it's like X, Y, Z happened to me. This has been extremely difficult. Here is how I've been processing it. And here's what I hope for myself for the future. And here's what I'm, it's just like an empath, just it's, yeah, it's honest, sure. it's authentic, but it's, it leaves on a pathway that has the opportunity to elevate upward. Yep. And what, what is really important about that is like what, what I do and what you do, where we work with potentially founders or clients of tech companies, uh, their tech companies, like you can also choose who you want to work with, right? Like, yeah. um, like saying no is powerful, right? Mm-hmm. There's power in saying no. And, yeah. um, one of the things I didn't do early on in my consultant business, but I do now and say it all the time is like, if somebody wants to talk to me about consulting for the business, I'll, I'll be very open and say, I want to meet and we, I need to get to know you a little bit to find out if it's a right fit for you and a right fit for me. Right. Right. Uh, because I, I always say like, I don't make magic happen. I work with really good people that have really good ideas and a really good product. And I just put gasoline on the fire. So 100%. if we're not the right mix, it, it's going to be okay. And I may even be able to refer you to somebody, but there's so much power in saying no even when there's money attached, especially when there's money attached, because that's the, that's the truest accountability when you're in business. If you're saying no to money because of a moral compass, you know, you're being led by the right thing, which is your heart. Um, because there's so, there's so many great businesses out there and, and don't get me wrong. I want to make money, but like in the same sense, I don't want to do it and feel dirty at the end of the day. Yeah. There's a right way and a wrong way to do things. And there's a right way to lead and a wrong way to lead. So um, can you, any experiences you have like in this 
in this like big world that you live in, especially in yeah. LA with dealing with like all these tech founders, have you ever found yourself having to say no to anybody or walk away from an opportunity? Yeah. I, so I walked away from an opportunity at the beginning of the pandemic, which was really interesting. And, but before I share that, I wanted to share one more thing about the thing sure. with, with your daughter, which I love that you shared that story. Sometimes we'll see in headlines like so-and-so pass with a million followers passes away. And I'm like, how terrible. So I wrote out my one-liner in my obituary and it said, you know, something like esprit, like a heart-driven person always looking to elevate community or something, you know, mm -hmm. more yeah. eloquent than that. Yeah. But it had nothing about like follower count. So I just right. think that's such a shame that that's mm -hmm. how as a society, we're all conditioning one another. Right. So, and, and that we have to work that much harder to untrain what the media is telling us to do. And, mm -hmm. and yeah. Um, yeah, an opportunity I walked away from. So uh, it was uh, it was at the beginning of the pandemic. It was so hard. I was producing a podcast for a large brand and it just didn't feel it didn't feel right for me anymore. Like it just didn't feel right. And they wanted to like renew. Mm -hmm. And I was I was just like, mm, it just doesn't feel right. But it's like walking away from money, you know, and, you, and yep. you're, you're like watching the news that a recession's about to happen. And I'm like, what am I out of my mind? It's not like I had like uh, bazillions of reserves. I just feel that if I do this, I'd be doing it only for the money, not because I wanted to. And it would deplete me energetically from mm -hmm. being able to actually pursue the life that I want to be living. It took me like a month to make the decision. It was so hard to like walk away from the yeah. money. So hard. But in the end, not only did I walk away from the money, I also um, gave them assets and, and pointed them in the direction of like people to work with. Mm -hmm. it just And I called it, I think I called it a success document. No one asked yeah. me for it. My mom thought it was crazy to even create it. <laughs> but like, but... It just felt like it was in, it, it was in a line, in line with my ethics and how I operate yeah. in the world. And so I created this, I even get handed over the music, which I didn't have to do. A lot of people charge a lot sure. of money for music. Sure. Sure. Um, and then, uh, I went on anyway, the, they did end up going with the people I recommended. And then that company out of the generosity of their heart without any expectation sent me like, thank you money. Like out wow. of nowhere. Um, and for me, like that moment, that like full circle moment was like, yeah, I made the right That's choice. Like, you yeah, know, totally. totally. So yeah, there's, tests. I think it's, I think there's different stages. I think, of course, I don't know you life, but making an assumption, like, I think you and I are really lucky that we have a roof over our head, that we have mm -hmm. food. Yep. These are things not everybody has. So I think there's different levels. There's the survival level. But like to survive, hopefully you could even find like I've been a dishwasher before. I've been a graveyard waitress. So hopefully you could find those like, you know, starting jobs yeah. like and 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 start saving and get yourself into a place. And I know all of that is really hard, but we ha especially in this kind of like crazy world that we live in now. But like to the best of your ability, sleep on couches, live with your parents, whatever it needs to be to like get yourself to like a place and be really open-minded to opportunity, create a mind of like abundance and intention and mm -hmm. just fill your mind with positives because I really believe we track to what we are. 
Um, I remember I was really upset somewhere and I, I kept repeating the mantra, light attracts light, light attracts light, light yep. attracts light. And it's because I wanted light within me to attract light and I was feeling such darkness. I'm like, no, light, yep. light, light attracts light. If I want it, more light, yeah. I need to be light. You know? It's, yeah. It's the name of this. I mean, it's, it's why I named the podcast, the company we keep podcast. Cause the company yeah. you keep says everything, right? It's mm-hmm. the, you will, it's the people you allow to speak into you. It's, yeah. you know, always say like, you have to protect what you see, what you yeah. hear, it, what you put in your mouth and what comes out of your mouth. Yeah. Because if you don't have this, it, it, using your example, if you don't have light inside, light yeah. is not coming out. If you're dark inside, dark comes out of your mouth. Mm-hmm. And, and you have to, we live in a world where we're connected and distracted all day long, right? Yeah. It, it, you have to protect what you consume, right? Mm-hmm. Because if you want to be surrounded by light, you have to be filled with it. Right. Mm-hmm. So you have to surround yourself with the people that, you know, are going to hold you accountable. Yes. To s- speak light as well, because yes. there, there's a lot of frauds. There's a lot of false prophets out there. Right. They, they say oh, one cool. thing and then they do. Drive me crazy. <laughs> right. And, and, and that's where when you just say that, like light, light is light. Like that's exactly what what we need to do. And yeah. people that have platforms, even even my platform, it's like, yeah. if you put good out there and one person hears it, mm-hmm. it's like, that's why I'm doing what I'm doing. And, totally. um, and I just, I just commend you for, cause you've been doing it a while, right? Like you've been grinding for eight, nine years in podcasting. Like it's a grind, right? Yeah, it is. Yeah. I think it's really important to remember that we're all silent mentors. So even if we're walking down the street and we go into a store and we choose to smile at the person and, and look the per, the cash register in the eye and say thank you and please. We all have the opportunity to be silent mentors all mm. day long in our normal yeah. life without changing anything except our lights. And mm. uh, here's a, a, a quick story. I hope it's interesting. I, I was feeling, I don't know if you're familiar with uh, Michael Singer, Untethered Souls. Yes. Um, yes. He's he's a really uh, inspiring author to me. And so I was listening to a podcast interview or something and I was driving and I was feeling very I'm in a very introverted chapter of my life. And I was feeling very like I want to talk to people, you know. <laughs> OK. I saw one parking spot. And I decided to take another parking spot that was just like easier to park in and sure. parked my car. The last words that Michael Singer had said that I was like listening to on this audio thing was um, that we have the power to change the world or something like that. Um, Like our actions can change the world. And so I park the car. I I get out of the car. And then someone with a bigger car is trying to park in that first spot that I left. I don't want to talk to people. I do not want to talk to anybody. So I keep walking and in my head, I'm like, Esprit, this, this is your opportunity to be light. I was like, I don't want to talk to people. <laughs> like, and I get a little bit further on and I keep hearing this. You have an opportunity to change the world. You have an opportunity to be light right now. Like, oh. So I ran back as the person is like struggling. They're, they're like driving away. So I ran back, like chasing their car, like, hey, I was like, and they were probably startled, like, you know? <laughs> who's chasing him? Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, I parked right there. I'm happy to switch with you. And the woman was in disbelief. Yeah. And then we did. And I was like, huh. I was like, I was, I was like, it's that easy just to take that yes. moment to be mm-hmm. light in the world yep. for yourself and for someone else. 
it can truly change the world the more of us that show up that way. 100%. And, and that is, um, I know we're, we're coming to a, to a close on our time, but like it's something that I just, I commend you for because you do have a platform. You do have a platform worldwide, but also like where you're growing in LA, like everyone's got their own opinions about LA, right? Yeah. Like continuing to put out these messages is going to make the next founder or the next creator be like, you know what? If she could do it that way. I could do it that way. Because deep yeah. down, I think most of us all want to do what's right. Honestly, I just, I feel I'm so thankful that you you spent time with us today because this is like a business and life podcast, but like this is, this drives everything else. Like, mm -hmm. like being a heart-centered leader, being a heart-centered person, wanting to put light out in the world yeah. at times can be really dark is exactly the message that people need to hear. And I just, you've been super gracious with me, with your time, with your story. I feel lucky to be on your show. You yeah, it's me? been, it's been awesome. And, awesome. I, and honestly, like this is step one of us, you know, building this friendship. Like I really, totally. I, like I really have enjoyed you. Um, yeah. You've been an absolute delight. And um, I know my listeners are going to absolutely love you. So Yay. if you wouldn't mind, like, what is the, what is the best way people could follow you or everything will be tagged in the show notes, but where yeah. do you, where's your main platform that you like to act on? Sure. I am at Esprit de Bras on all social. And okay. if you want to email me, it's Esprit at hey.com. So that's just E-S-P-R-E-E at H-E-Y.com. Awesome. You are, you're the best. And I, I just wish you all the luck in the world, what you're doing out there. Uh, when Thank I come you. out to LA, I'm going to, I'm going to shoot you a DM and tell you I'll be yeah, out there so we you can should. have a cup of coffee. I'm uh, so, I feel lucky. I, I feel so lucky. I'm not saying that to be polite or nice. I feel so lucky to have had the opportunity to be on your show, like, and have this conversation with you. Like, I feel like we're both like bouncing light off of one another yeah, right now. Absolutely. And I love that. <laughs> I love that. And there's going to be, including my daughters, there's going to be a lot of people that listen to this that are going to love this episode. So oh, yay. thank you. Thank you so much. Just, just keep doing what you do out there. Keep spreading light. It's awesome. Awesome. Thank you. Thanks, Esprit. I appreciate it. Appreciate you. I appreciate you too. Bye, everyone. Bye-bye. All right. Thanks, everybody, again, for listening to this awesome episode. Hope you were taking notes. Hope you enjoyed it. I know it's a little longer than normal, but there's so many nuggets of great information that Esprit shared with us that I didn't want to cut it down any further. So thank you so much for listening. If you are looking to connect with Esprit at all, all of her contact information for all of her socials is going to be linked to this episode in the show notes on my website at jasonmpearl.com. So go there and check all of that stuff out. Also, go into whatever type of podcast listening device you have whatever site that you use for it and follow and subscribe to Women in Tech podcast. It's an awesome podcast. I've listened to a number of episodes. You're going to learn a ton. So as we transition onto this episode, if you are a business owner or a leader and you're looking for help going through situational problems or looking for situational-based advice, on my website, jasonmpearl.com, I have opened up 45 and 90-minute coaching sessions for you to reach out to me and work through very specific problems. If that's something that interests you, go check out my website and click through that to get in contact with me. Thanks again for keeping me company during this awesome episode today. I'm Jason Pearl. This is the Company We Keep podcast. Until next time, I'm out. Peace.